0: This is Chaz Woodson, and you're listening to the Going Offsides Podcast. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Going Offsides Podcast, and we have a special treat for everybody. We are going to be producing a segment every week. Dedicated to NAI lacrosse. So every Monday, we're going to have an update show featuring John from NAI Lax updates. And for those of you who don't know John, because he never uses his name with the account, that is the man behind NAI Lax updates Twitter. And John, why don't you introduce yourself real quick?
1: Hey guys, my name is John. As Nick said, a little bit of background I am actually from Georgia. I uh, played lacrosse down here in the south. Uh, went to Reinhardt University, actually. So, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, and I can I can tell you through my conversations with John, um, while he does appreciate him some Reinhardt, and uh, and who doesn't? He is not exactly a Reinhardt slappy either. So you don't have to worry about John being skewed. I think he's made it pretty clear on Twitter that that he's just a big fan of the NAI in general, and that's why we chose him as a perfect partner to do this show with. And so what, what we're basically going to do is every week, John's going to produce a a nice little 10 minutes or so segment where he's going to break down all the scores from the previous week. He's going to talk about the big games coming up. And he's also going to be talking about some like really great performances from individual players as well. And on that note, Our sponsor, Level Lacrosse, has agreed to give away a rebounder to whoever we determine is the player of the month in the NAIA. And how are we going to determine that? We're going to use a combination of you all submitting people that you think deserve the award, coaches' input. And then obviously we're going to look at all the stats and all the game performances that we can. But with the limited number of games online and streamed, we're just going to have to try our best to combine all this information and pick one player per month. So if you see people throughout the month of February that are playing really well, let us know at our Going Offsides uh, Instagram account or our Twitter account. And we will submit them into the pool of people for the rebounder that we give away each month with level. Today's episode is brought to you by Level Across. Are you ready to take your game to the next level? Level Across has innovative products at an unbeatable price from their Aviator travel stick that fits in a backpack to their Apex rebounder that comes with its own carrying case. Need something more traditional? Their Altitude Complete Stick provides an aerospace aluminum alloy stick, a pre-strung head, and a lifetime warranty for only $49.99. And for every item purchased, Level donates sticks, equipment, and daily essentials to programs in need all over the U.S. and overseas. Order yours today at levellax.com, spelled LVLlax.com, com, and use code G-O-S for 10% off your order. Furthermore, to add to all that, this Friday, we have our first head coach interview with an NAI coach. Uh, with pete campbell from cumberland so make sure to tune in on the going offsides network for that but moving on the poll came out today right john the coaches' it certainly did and so obviously we're recording this on wednesday the 27th you're listening to this on monday which i believe is the first so forgive us if anything happens over the weekend but this poll dropped this morning and john any any surprises in the top 10 for
1: you um, looking at it right now, I would say the thing that's a little surprising would be SCAD all the way at number ten after they had a pretty solid season last mm-hmm. season. Um, the only thing I can think is I know I've spoken to a couple of coaches who are a little taken back that SCAD's not going to really be doing anything. It doesn't sound like like not even officially practicing until March potentially.
0: Yeah, and they're not the only ones. So I. In the past 24 hours, I've talked to a Lawrence tech staff member. I've talked to Pete over at Cumberland's and it seems like everybody, depending on their state and their conference, because a lot of these conferences are in similar states. uh, A lot of these guys are at different spots in their season. So Lawrence tech hasn't even practiced yet. Uh, Cumberland's has been practicing, but with like limited contact and kind of making it happen that way. Uh, I don't know how the guys in the KCAC are doing it at the moment. But, you know, everybody's being affected differently. I'm pretty sure Reinhardt had a scrimmage over the weekend. So, you know, they're obviously a little bit ahead of the curve when it comes to, like, they're in it, right? They're they're playing. But yeah, I think Reinhardt that, that that's that going to be a huge thing, um, whether or not these teams are playing, when they start playing. And, you know, I think this poll will change drastically, especially if certain teams don't even play this season. So um, I agree if SCAD is playing and healthy, that – I think 10's a fair spot just because there's a lot of question marks there. I think, and you know me from the articles I've written, I am a big Columbia Cougars fan. However, I think that they're not quite ahead of Cumberland's quite yet. So if I were to make one tiny gripe, it'd be to bump Cumberland's up to four Columbia down to five. And that's really splitting hairs. And then, you know, I think, the rest of it's pretty fair. I think you could make a case that Aquinas should be seven by themselves and Benedictine could be eight. But again, that's really splitting hairs. I think the question mark for Benedictine is obviously, you know, new coach, do do things continue to go really well with a new coach? We just don't know. Not saying that they will, not saying that they won't. You know, whenever there's a question mark there, it makes you kind of question the, the spot in the poll.
1: Yeah, and that was what I was thinking with Benedictine as well. I mean, really, I don't know what they're going to be like. I could see them going out there, running the table as far as conference goes and being conference champs. I also wouldn't shock me to see them fall to number three in the conference.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and so who do you see taking their spot? You, you see St. Ambrose bumping up?
1: So I'm really high on St. Ambrose. I'm not going to lie. Michael Shakerin. That kid is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and then I really see CC running away with this one. I'm going to be honest.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that. There's no doubt in my mind that that CC has, you know, they're the front runner in that conference, and, and I completely agree with that. I just think having a conference with with Reinhardt and Cumberland's, and then having the best whack team ahead of you, and then having Kaiser ahead of you, it, that's not a problem, right? That's a great thing. I just think. If, if Columbia were one year older, if everybody had played together last year, I think maybe you could make that argument that they're above Cumberland's. But, you know, Cumberland's just has that experience. They've been through some battles in the NAIA. And it's not Columbia's fault that they're not old. It's just just the way it is, right? Like, Yeah, definitely. Uh, you're going yeah. to put an experienced Reinhardt team against pretty much anybody just because they, they, they can deal with whatever's thrown their way. Uh, What's interesting to me is also some of the receiving votes teams. Is there anybody on that list or anybody missing from that list that you thought
1: you might see? Mm, I'm not sure about missing necessary, but I will tell you the one team who these ranked teams need to be worried about is that Madonna team Mm -hmm. with Jen jail back Dyson back. Um, I know I'm missing one more. Oh, man. They have another superstar back in. That's going to be basically the 2017 team that pushed yeah, Reinhardt I, to I the think, brink is
0: back. I thought I saw some teams or some players on that team back that I hadn't seen on the roster last year. Like
1: It sounds to me like it's pretty much that freshman squad that they had two or three years ago that pushed Reinhardt to the brink.
0: Okay. And you know what? I think what's going to be interesting is obviously we, we got a new team, and I think we're all really interested to see how well they do. We're also really interested to see – how William Penn does, you know, in their second season, right. They got cut short. So I I think that'll be really interesting. How how does William Penn do this year? How does Weber international do, you know, they've been, they've been recruiting like crazy. Like there's no doubt about it. There's a lot of buzz around that program. Um, I think it's realistic to not have them with any votes at the moment. So yeah, I, I don't think it's, it's a bad thing for them not to be getting votes or surprising in the least. It's just that you're a brand new team, but there's so much buzz around the program. I'm I'm extremely excited to see what comes up. And I think that name that you're thinking about from uh, Madonna is probably Ian Rush. That was exactly who it was,
1: was Ian Rush.
0: Yep. That's a goal scorer right there for sure.
1: Yep. Um, But if, as you were talking about William Penn, I do think they're going to be much better this year, talking to Luke, the head coach over there. Mm Mm-hmm a lot of their starters are from this freshman class they brought in. So while they had a pretty solid freshman class last year that did pretty much everything for them, they have an even better freshman core they feel coming in.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. 100% agree with you. And I'm, I'm extremely excited to see how that program continues to build. And, you know, the thing about the NAI that's always interesting is it's so undercovered under you know publicized that there's people on these teams that we have never heard of (laughs) there are transfers there are freshmen that we just have never heard of there are guys coming back that we didn't know are going to be coming back so there's just so much left out on the table and i think that's what's really exciting right like we have no idea what it is that we're actually going to see when we get to the first game and uh when is that first game john
1: Yeah, so the first game is actually this coming Thursday. It'll be William Penn traveling to number one Reinhardt at Reinhardt. I believe it's a 5 p.m. start. So looking forward to a great game. Um, I think Reinhardt's going to take it. I think William Penn will be a little bit more competitive than people think. I posted a poll on Twitter, and a lot of people said it's going to be 10 goals or more. I'm thinking somewhere in that seven to eight goal range.
0: I, I think the key here is don't read too much into the first score of the season uh, and don't let that score no matter what it is for either team to find define, define your season because there's going to be so many moving parts. This season, unlike any other, is going to be, you know, a war of attrition of who can stay healthy the longest, who's got a roster deep enough. I know Cumberland says like 36 guys. Lawrence tech's close to 30, if not higher, you know, it's going to be teams that can withstand losing a couple of guys to COVID here and there. It's going to be guys that teams that can withstand losing some guys to injury. So I think, you know, no matter what happens in that William Penn Reinhardt game, it, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but it's such a small piece of the season that no matter what happens, you can overcome what, you know, what, what the outcome is.
1: Right. Definitely. And I think one of the things that's going to affect teams in the beginning is a lot of teams having no fall ball or maybe just a tiny bit. And then mm-hmm. as we talked about early, you may catch a team coming into a game that where one team may have already played five games and another is just only been practicing even for a couple of weeks at the time of the game.
0: Yeah. And, and shout out to all the whack teams that, you know, are in Michigan because a, as a Michigander myself, we're under pretty tight regulations right now. And, and, you know, we're not even allowed to have contact practices. So, it's it's a little bit of a a little bit of a journey we'll see it'll be very interesting but uh, John that that about wraps up the uh, first ever NAI bit for us and uh, we look forward to, to hearing you and and in the future it'll just be John for the most part but we look forward to a future uh, future call outs from you for the rest of the season man
1: yeah man I'm excited glad to be back and doing.